Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just close to the English Channel. You can see it from here, the English Channel. I can't throw a rock far enough, but it's there. I'm here with a room full of ecstatic Sankirtan devotees and preachers of the Sankirtan movement. I'm honored privileged. Brother uh, Ramana is with us again, uh, being, being inspired by um, Sebastiano to, to come and hear Hare Krishna. Okay. We hope all of you out there in the cyberspace are well and, and safe, and if not, finding a safe place. We dedicate this reading uh, to the devotees in Ukraine who are going through uh, inconceivable to us suffering, uh, completely uncalled for and unprovoked. But uh, we pray to Lord Krishna, Srila Prabhupada, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and all the devotees that they stay safe and spread Krishna consciousness like wildfire when the thing's over. Hare Krishna. Okay. Here we are. April Fools. No, I'm going to go into it anyway. It's not that I'm trying, it's not that I pull some kind of strange, you know, British humor. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami, who, by the way, was instructed by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself for a longer period of con continuous time than any other person on the planet. Yes. So he glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam under the direction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And it goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokai Kadrik Prada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Duditaditya. Shri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees O Master Srimad Bhagavatam You are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali You are the exact image of Shri Krishna Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvadasa Vasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin, madguro man mahadana, manistadagamad bhagya, mad ananda namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, 
my source of ecstasy. I bow down to you. Asadu sadu ta dayin atini chochata kada hanamun chagadachin mam premna rit kantajokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya We've reached the fifth chapter of the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam entitled The Cause of All Causes. Shukadev Goswami is getting to the point. We're beginning with text 11. Now this is Lord Brahma and Narada speaking. Mm -hmm. And Brahmaji is answering Narada's question that if you're not the Supreme, then who is? Because he's noticing that Brahma is meditating and doing austerities. Must mean he's trying to please somebody. So Narda's asking about that. Brahma is speaking. I create after the Lord's creation by his personal effulgence, known as the Brahma Jyoti. Just as when the sun manifests its fire, the moon, the firmament, and the influential planets, and the twinkling stars also manifest their brightness. Purport. Lord Brahmaji said to Narada that his impression that Brahma was not the supreme authority in the creation was correct. Sometimes, less intelligent men have the foolish impression that Brahma is the cause of all causes. But Narada wanted to clear the matter by the statements of Brahmaji, the supreme authority in the universe. As the decision of the supreme court of a state is final, similarly, the judgment of Brahmaji, the supreme authority in the universe, is final in the Vedic process of acquiring knowledge. As we have already affirmed in the previous verse, Nardaji was a liberated soul. Therefore, he was not one of the less intelligent men who accept a false god or gods in their own ways. He represented himself as less intelligent and yet intelligently presented a doubt to be cleared by the supreme authority so that the uninformed may take note of it and be rightly informed about the intricacies of the creation and the Creator. In this verse, Brahmaji clears up the wrong impression held by the less intelligent and affirms that he creates the universal variegatedness after the material potencies are created by the glaring effulgence of Lord Sri Krishna. 
Brahmaji also has also separately given this statement in the Sanghita known as the Brahma Sanghita 540 where he says Yasya Prabha Prabhavato Jagadanda Koti Koti Bahudadi Bibhuti Binam Tad Brahma Nishkalam Ananta Mashesha Bhutam Govinda Maripudusham Tamaham Bajami I serve the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Govinda, the primeval Lord, whose transcendental bodily effulgence, known as the Brahma Jyoti, is which is unlimited, unfathomed, and all pervasive, is the cause of the creation of unlimited numbers of planets, and so on, with varieties of climates and specific conditions of life. The same statement is in the Bhagavad Gita, 1427. Lord Krishna is the background of the Brahma Jyoti. Brahmano hi pratishtaham. In the Nirukti, or Vedic dictionary, the import of pratishta is mentioned as that which establishes. So the Brahma Jyoti is not independent or self-sufficient. Lord Sri Krishna is ultimately the creator of the Brahma Jyoti, mentioned in this verse as Sarochisa, or the effulgence of the transcendental body of the Lord. This Brahma Jyoti is all-pervading and all creation is made possible by its potent power. Therefore the Vedic hymns declare that everything that exists is being sustained by the Brahma Jyoti. Sarvam Kalvidam Brahma. Therefore, the potent seed of all creation is the Brahma Jyoti. And the same Brahma Jyoti, unlimited and unfathomed, is established by the Lord. Therefore, the Lord, Sri Krishna, is ultimately the supreme cause of all creation. Ahang Sarvasya Prabhava. One should not expect the Lord to create like a blacksmith with a hammer and other instruments. The Lord creates by His potencies. He has multifarious potencies. Parasya, Shaktir, Bibhidaiva, Shriyate. Just as the small seed of a banyan fruit has the potency to create a big banyan tree, the Lord dis uh, disseminates all varieties of seeds by his potent Brahma Jyoti, Sarochisa. And the seeds are made to develop by the watering process of persons like Brahma. Brahma cannot create the seeds, but he can manifest the seed into a tree, just as a gardener helps plants and orchards to grow by the watering process. The example cited here of the sun is very appropriate. In the material world, the sun is the cause of all illumination, fire, electricity, the rays of the moon, and so on. All illuminaries in the sky are creations of the sun. The sun is the creation of the Brahma Jyoti, and the Brahma Jyoti is the effulgence of the Lord. Thus, the ultimate cause of creation is the Lord. Text 12. Mm. 
I offer my obeisances and meditate upon Lord Krishna, Vasudeva, the Personality of Godhead, whose invincible potency influences them, the less intelligent class of men, to call me the Supreme Controller. Purport. As will be more clearly explained in the next verse, the illusory potency of the Lord bewilders the less intelligent to accept Brahmaji, or for that matter, any other person, as the Supreme Lord. Lord um, Brahmaji, however, refuses to be called this, and he directly offers his respectful obeisances unto Lord Vasudeva, or Sri Krishna, the Personality of Godhead, as he has already offered the same respects to him in the Brahma Sangita, Ishwarat Paramak Krishna, Satchit Ananda Bigraha, Anadir Adir Govindak, Sarva Karana, Karanam. The Supreme Lord is the personality of Godhead Sri Krishna, the primeval Lord in the transcendental body, in his transcendental body, the ultimate cause of all causes. I worship that primeval Lord Govinda. Brahmaji is conscious of his actual position and he knows how less intelligent persons bewildered by the illusory energy of the Lord whimsically accept anyone and everyone as God. A responsible person like Brahmaji refuses to be addressed as the Supreme Lord by his disciples or subordinates but foolish persons praised by men of the nature of dogs, hogs, camels, and asses, feel flattered to be addressed as the Supreme Lord. Why such persons take pleasure in being addressed as God, or why such persons are addressed as God by foolish admirers, is explained in the following verse. Text 13. The illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence, being ashamed of her position. But those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense, being absorbed in thoughts of it is I and it is mine. Purport The invincibly powerful, deluding energy of the Personality of Godhead, or the third energy, representing nations, can bewilder the entire world of animation, but still she is not strong enough to be able to stand in front of the Supreme Lord. Nations is behind the Personality of Godhead, where she is powerful enough to mislead the living beings and the primary symptom of bewildered persons is that they talk nonsense. Nonsensical talks are not supported by the principles of the Vedic literatures. And first grade nonsense talk is, it is I, it is mine. A godless civilization is exclusively conducted by such false ideas. And such persons, without any factual realization of God, accept a false god or falsely declare themselves to be God, to mislead persons who are already bewildered by the deluding energy. Those who are before the Lord, however, 
and who surrender unto him cannot be influenced by the deluding energy. Therefore they are free from the misconception of it is I, it is mine. And therefore they do not accept a false god or pose themselves as equal to the Supreme Lord. Identification of the bewildered person is distinctly given in this verse. Text 14. The five elementary ingredients of creation, the interaction thereof set up by eternal time, and the intuition or nature of the individual living beings are all differentiated parts and parcels of the personality of Godhead. And in truth, there is no other value in them. Purport. This phenomenal world is impersonally the representation of Vasudeva because the ingredients of its creation, their interaction, and the enjoyer of the resultant action, the living being, are all produced by the external and internal energies of Lord Krishna. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 7, 4, and 5. The ingredients, namely earth, water, fire, air, and sky, as well as the conception of material identity, intelligence, and the mind, are produced of the external energy of the Lord. The living entity who enjoys the interaction of the above gross and subtle ingredients as set up by eternal time is an offshoot of the internal potency with freedom to remain either in the material world or in the spiritual world. In the material world, the living entity is enticed by deluding nations. But in the spiritual world, he is in the normal condition of spiritual existence without any delusion. The living entity is known as the marginal potency of the Lord, but in all circumstances, neither the material ingredients nor the spiritual parts and parcels are independent of the personality of Godhead, Vasudev, for all things, whether products of the external, internal, or marginal potencies of the Lord, are simply displays of the same effulgence of the Lord, just as light, heat, and smoke are displays of fire. None of them is separate from the fire. All of them combined to, to combine together to be called fire. Similarly, all phenomenal manifestations, as well as the effulgence of the body of Vasudeva, are his impersonal features, whereas he eternally exists in his transcendental form called Satchedananda Vigraha, distinct from all conceptions of the material ingredients mentioned above. Text 15 Narayana Parabeda Deva Narayana Gajaha Narayana Paraloka Narayana Paramakaha the Vedic literatures are made by and are meant for the Supreme Lord. The demigods are also meant for serving the Lord as parts of his body. The different planets 
are also meant for the sake of the Lord, and different sacrifices are performed just to please Him. Purport According to the Vedanta Sutras, Shastra Yonit Vat, the Supreme Lord is the author of all revealed scriptures, and all revealed scriptures are for knowing the Supreme Lord. Veda means knowledge that leads to the Lord. The Vedas are made just to revive the forgotten consciousness of the conditioned souls. And any literature not meant for reviving God consciousness is rejected at once by the Narayana Pada devotees. Such deluding books of knowledge, not having Narayana as their aim, are not at all knowledge, but are the playgrounds for crows who are interested in rejected refuse of the world. Any book of knowledge, science or art, must lead to the knowledge of Narayana. Otherwise, it must be rejected. That is the way of advancement of knowledge. The supreme worshipable deity is Narayana. The demigods are recommended secondarily for worship in relation to Narayana because the demigods are assisting hands in the management of the universal affairs. As the officers of a kingdom are respected due to their relation to the king, the demigods are worshipped due to their relation to the Lord. Without the Lord's relation, worship of the demigods is unauthorized, avidi purvakam. Just as it is improper to water the leaves and branches of a tree without watering its root. Therefore, the demigods are also dependent on Narayana. The lokas, or different planets, are attractive because they have different varieties of life and bliss partially representing the Satchidananda Vigraha. Everyone wants an eternal life of bliss and knowledge. In the material world, such an eternal life of bliss and knowledge is progressively realized in the upper planets. But after reaching there, one is inclined to achieve further progress along the path back to Godhead. Duration of life with a proportionate quantity of bliss and knowledge may be increased from one planet to another. One can increase the duration of life to thousands and hundreds of thousands of years in different planets, but nowhere is there eternal life. But one who can reach the highest planet, that of Brahma, can aspire to reach the planets in the spiritual sky, where life is eternal. Therefore, the progressive journey from one planet to another culminates in reaching the supreme planet of the Lord, Madhama where life is eternal and full of bliss and knowledge. All different kinds of sacrifice are performed just to satisfy Lord Narayana with a view to reaching Him. And the best sacrifice recommended in this age of Kali is the Sankirtan Yagya, the mainstay of the devotional service of a Narayana para devotee. Text 16 Narayana Pado Yogo Narayana Parang Tapaha 
Narayana Parang Jnanam Narayana Paragatihi All different types of meditation or mysticism are means of realizing Narayana. All austerities are aimed at achieving Narayana. Culture of transcendental knowledge is for getting a glimpse of Narayana. And ultimately, salvation is entering the kingdom of Narayana. Purport In meditation, there are two symptoms of yoga, namely Ashtanga Yoga and Sankhya Yoga. Ashtanga Yoga is practice in concentrating the mind and releasing oneself from all engagements by deregulated processes of meditation, concentration, sitting postures, blocking the movements of the internal circulation of air, and so on. Sankhya Yoga is meant to distinguish the truth from ephemerals. But ultimately, both systems are meant for realizing the impersonal Brahman, which is but a partial representation of Narayana, the personality of Godhead. As we have explained before, the impersonal Brahman effulgence is only a part of the personality of Godhead. Impersonal Brahman is situated on the person of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and as such, Brahman is glorification of the, of the Personality of Godhead. This is confirmed both in the Bhagavad Gita and in the Matsya Purana. Gati refers to the ultimate destination or the last word in liberation. Oneness with the impersonal Brahmajyoti is not ultimate liberation. Superior to that is the sublime association of the Personality of Godhead in one of the innumerable spiritual planets in this Vaikuntha sky. Therefore the conclusion therefore the conclusion is that Narayana or the Personality of Godhead is the ultimate destination for all kinds of yoga systems as well as all kinds of liberation. Text 17 Inspired by Him only, I discover what is already created by Him, Narayana, under His supervision as the all-pervading Supersoul, and I am also, and I also am created by Him only. Purport Even Brahma, the creator of the universe, admits that He is not the actual creator, but is simply inspired by Lord Narayana and therefore creates under his superintendence those things already created by him, the, person, the, supreme, the super soul of all living entities. Two identities of the soul, the super soul and the individual soul, are admitted to be in the living entity, even by the greatest authority in the universe. The super soul is the supreme Lord the personality of Godhead, whereas the individual soul is the eternal servitor of the Lord. The Lord inspires the individual soul to create what is already created by the Lord, and by the good will of the Lord, 
a discoverer of something in the world is accredited as the discoverer. That's a good one. I'll read that again. The Lord inspires the individual soul to create what is already created by the Lord. And by the good will of the Lord, a discoverer of something in the world is accredited as the discoverer. It is said that Columbus discovered the Western Hemisphere, but actually the tract of land was not created by Columbus. The vast tract of land was already there by the omnipotency of the Supreme Lord. And Columbus, by dint of his past service unto the Lord, was blessed with the credit of discovering America. Similarly, no one can create anything without the sanction of the Lord, since everyone sees according to his ability. This ability is awarded by the Lord according to one's willingness to render service unto the Lord. One must therefore be voluntarily willing to render service to, unto the Lord, and thus the Lord will empower the doer in proportion to his surrender unto the lotus feet of the Lord. Lord Brahma is a great devotee of the Lord. Therefore, he has been empowered or inspired by the Lord to create such a universe as the one manifested before us. The Lord, is an, the Lord also inspired Arjuna to fight in the battle of Kurukshetra as follows. Tasmat tvam utishta yasho labhaswa jitva shatrun bhunkshvarajam samridam mayai vaite nihitak purvameva nimitimatram vabhyasabhyasachin Gita 11.33 The battle of Kurukshetra or any other battle at any place or at any time is made by the will of the Lord. For no one can arrange such mass annihilation without the sanction of the Lord. The party of Duryodhana insulted Draupadi, a great devotee of Krishna, and she appealed to the Lord as well as to all the silent observers of this unwarranted insult. Arjuna was then advised by the Lord to fight and take the credit. Otherwise, the party of Duryodhana would be killed anyway by the will of the Lord. So Arjuna was advised just to become the agent and take the credit for killing great generals like Bhishma and Karna. In the Vedic writings, such as the Kata Upanishad, the Lord is described as the Sarva Bhuta Antaratma, or the Personality of Godhead who resides in everyone's body and who directs everything for one who is a soul surrendered unto him. Those who are not surrendered souls are put under the care of the material energy. Brahmanyang Sarvabhutani Yantra Rudani Mayaya. Therefore, <clears throat> they are allowed to do things on their own account and suffer the consequences themselves. Devotees like Brahma and Arjuna do not do anything on their own account, but as fully surrendered souls, they are always they always await indications from the Lord. 
Therefore they attempt to do something which appears very wonderful to ordinary vision. One of the Lord's names is Urukrama, or one whose actions are very wonderful and beyond the imagination of the living being. So the actions of his devotees sometimes appear very wonderful due to the direction of the Lord. Beginning from Brahma, the topmost intelligent living being within the universe, down to the smallest ant, every living entity's intelligence is overseen by the Lord in his transcendental position as the witness of all actions. The subtle presence of the Lord is felt by the intelligent man who can study the psychic effects of thinking, feeling, and willing. Text 18 The Supreme Lord is pure spiritual form, transcendental to all material qualities. Yet for the sake of the creation of the material world and its maintenance and annihilation, he accepts through his external energy the material modes of nature called goodness, passion, and ignorance. Purport The Supreme Lord is the master of the external energy manifested by the three material modes, namely goodness, passion, and ignorance. And as master of this energy, he is ever unaffected by the influence of such bewildering energy. The living entities, the living entities, the jivas, however, are affected by or susceptible to being influenced by such modes of material nature. That is the difference between the Lord and the living entities. The living entities are subject to those qualities, although originally the living entities are qualitatively one with the Lord. In other words, the material modes of nature, being products of the energy of the Lord, are certainly connected with the Lord, but the connection is just like that between the master and the servants. The Supreme Lord is the controller of the material energy, whereas the living entities who are entangled in the material world are neither masters nor controllers. Rather, they become subordinate. Rather, they become subordinate to or controlled by such energy. Factually, the Lord is eternally manifested by His internal potency or spiritual energy, just like the sun and its rays in the clear sky. But at times, He creates the material energy as the sun creates a cloud in the clear sky. As the sun is ever increasingly unaffected by a spot of cloud, so also the unlimited Lord is unaffected by the spot of material energy manifested at times in the unlimited span of the Lord's rays of Brahma Jyoti. Prabhupada Kijai. He's, he's so poetic. He's so poetic. No one can write like this. Text 19.
These three modes of material nature being further manifested as matter, knowledge and activities put the eternally transcendental living entity under conditions of cause and effect and make him responsible for such activities. Purport Because they are between the internal and external potencies, the eternally transcendental living entities are called the marginal potency of the Lord. Factually, the living entities are not meant to be so conditioned by the material energy, but due to their being affected by the false sense of lording it over the material energy, they come under the influence of such potency and thus become conditioned by the three modes of material nature. This external energy of the Lord covers up the pure knowledge of the living entities eternally existing with Him, but the covering is so constant that it, that it appears that the conditioned souls are eternally ignorant. Such is the wonderful action of Maya, or the external energy, manifested as if materially produced. By the covering power of the material energy, the material scientists cannot look beyond the material causes. But factually, behind the material manifestations, there are Adi-Bhuta, Adi-Atma, and Adi-Daiva, actions, which the conditioned soul in the mode of ignorance cannot see. The Adi-Bhuta manifestation entails repetitions of births and deaths with old age and diseases. The Adhyatma, Adhyatma manifestation conditions the spirit soul and the Adhidaiva manifestation is the controlling system. I'll read those here again. The Adhibhuta manifestation entails repetitions of births and deaths with old age and diseases. The Adhyatma manifestation conditions the spirit soul and the Adhidaiva manifestation is the controlling system. These are the material manifestations of cause and effect and the sense of responsibility of the conditioned actors. They are, after all, manifestations of the conditioned state and the human being's freedom from such a conditioned state is the highest perfectional attainment. Hare Krishna. And we're going to stop there. It's almost. It's after 7.50. We started a little early today, so we will stop here and give a little more time for the reflections. So we are sitting here anxiously awaiting the reflections to pour forth from the hearts of the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. We have Bhakta Rupa wants to say something. Thanks, Thanks Rita Maharaj. Thanks you. Mm -hmm. Hare Krishna for being here. Yeah. There was one purple there that was just like mind blowing. Was it text 17 maybe? There's a, like, I'm rubbish at reflecting in person because like at home I could just like copy and paste Prabhupada. 
<laughs> like, but like trying to summarize what Prabhupada's saying here is my mouth isn't qualified you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I know what you mean that's, that's why I read the books out yeah. loud all the time <laughs> but like that there was that purport where he was basically saying that the the living entity creates what was already created or it takes yes. credit for what's already created yeah it's just like so perfectly says that you're not the doer you yeah. know like no one is the doer yeah no one is the doer it's already been done yeah and we're just taking credit for it yeah. like mm. it's just like mind-blowing like that yeah know? krishna showed that to arjuna Mm. the 11th chapter of the Gita where he showed him the universal form and then he showed him how everything was already done mm -hmm. yeah. Arjuna could see everything in the universe past, present and future while standing in one place that's not possible yeah. <laughs> therefore he says uh, I give you the eyes to see So the, the, what the meaning is that the soul has the potency to do so many things. But now we're under the modes of nature, so we can't do so many things. We can't see so many things. And the material energy is so powerful that she can make us think that because we can't see something, it doesn't exist. And whole science is based on that misconception. They won't believe anything that they can't put into the laboratory, cut it up, nitrate it, test it, do this and that. If, it, if they can't do that with it, they don't believe it exists. Even though they, they, we talk about the mind every day, we talk about the intelligence every day in our daily course of living, and we can't see either. Therefore, they don't... I, I don't know what they think about. What do they think about that? What is, what is the intelligence? What is the mind? I think they just kind of put it under the cover, put it under the carpet. They don't, they don't deal with it. They don't, therefore, they don't take even the psychologists and that level of so-called science. They don't take that as hard science. If anybody gets into the study of paranormal activities or metaphysics, they just... They can't go there. Such an unfortunate situation. To have your head in the sand, so to speak. Danger. Whoop. Put the head in the sand, mm -hmm. then you can't. It's gone. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is just a temporary covering of a more intense, well, I don't know if it's more intense, but passion. <laughs> I just, because um, Prabhupada also quoted the the verse 1133 which is like be an instrument in the fight isn't it yes so I was like how can we like how can we become like an instrument in the fight do you know what I mean like 
how can we actually do these because he's saying you can do extraordinary things you know if we just do what's in the books yeah do what the books say apply the books to yourself and then share them with others you're already doing it the, 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 the perception of it will come more and more as the more you do it or as they say practice makes perfect and you have to do it for a long time. Be- not necessarily you have to, not, but mostly everyone has to do it for a long time. When Devahuti asked Kapiladev, how is it? I can understand, she said, that the body difference between the body and the soul, it's obvious. My body is changing, I can see it, I'm the same person. But how the, the consciousness and the subtle body and the soul are all, you know, said so that's beyond me. I can't understand that at all. How can I do, how can I understand it? And then Kapila Dev immediately agreed with her, yes, it is difficult. So the solution is to hear very seriously for a long time from the proper source. And if you do that, eventually, you'll get it. So there's no, there's no place in the Vedas where it says it's instantaneous. It can be if you're qualified from previous lifetimes enough that when you chant, when you hear the holy name, you can wake up. It's possible. Not every, everything's possible. Anything is possible. But that's not the rule, the general rule. So we shouldn't hope, you know, foolishly. You know, to get an art honorary degree and not do the work. Better we do the work and, uh, yeah, get the work, get the job, get the result, you know, according to the law, I guess you could say. As it were. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna, thank you. Verses from uh, Christopher Kenzio. Christopher Kenzio, he's a new man on the block. Haribo Bhakti Christopher. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai, all glories to his divine grace. And from Laszlo Sereg. Laszlo Sereg, a new one also. He says, he says hello. Well, hello to you too. Huh? You met him a day in Folkestone. Well, there you have it. The <laughs> results speak for themselves. <laughs> Bhakti Rupa, Ki Jai. Laszlo. He's from, he's from Hungary. He's from Hungary. There you go. There you have it. And it is spreading. Sometimes people, devotees even think that it's not spreading because they can't see so many devotees coming. But those who go out on the streets and give out the books, they see what's happening. They see how many people are becoming more and more favorable. So clear. That's why this Sankirtan is the quickest way 
to self-realization. Of course, you have to chant Hare Krishna and you have to follow the regular principles. But in terms of practical seva, this Sankirtan, this book distribution, you get Srila Prabhupada's full mercy because he likes it too much. Isn't it? No. Sir David Dasi? Yes, Sir David Dasi, my dear God sister in Florida, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jaya, glories to His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada. I have been on your YouTube channel and click on Play All to hear your daily readings continuously at home while I take care of my daughter. What nectar and great help keeping my consciousness in check. Whoa. Well, thank you very much. I think everyone should take your example. Vaishashika Prabhu and Nirakula have in their, they've had, they have a sound system that goes through the whole house, you know, it's one place. They're, they're, they're doing the CC audio book now, reading, careening through their house. Hare Krishna. Rishikesh Ramani says Hare Krishna. Well, Hare Krishna, Rishikesh Ramani Babu. He's in the next room. And uh, this is from Bhakta Stefano. Bhakta Stefano, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. If Brahma creates a universe that does not yet exist under the inspiration of the Lord, what does it mean that the Lord creates? May you explain, please, Hare Krishna? Yes, there's two phases of the creation. One is called the... Which my mind is a blank, the Sanskrit. Anyway, there's a primary and a secondary creation. The primary creation is done by Vishnu himself, and it is a transformation of the Brahma Jyoti which is the effulgence coming from his body. We heard about that in the purports just now. Um, but also, um, that material energy is eternal. Uh, so when it says that Brahma creates what was already created, when Mahavishnu expands himself, into each of the universes, he also takes with him um, the necessary uh, plan, the blueprint. Um, and when he when he grows the navel from his navel, when that grows the lotus stem, which becomes the sitting place of Brahma the lotus, big lotus flower, then all those, the plans, they come through that tube, through that stem, uh, and Brahma is created. And Brahma is not an ordinary being. We shouldn't think he's like a human being like you or I. His bodily is subtle and it goes everywhere. 
It's almost like Krishna, but not Krishna. That's why Narada is asking these questions. Because it appears like he is everything and knows everything, is creating everything, but not. Because the ingredients in the plan, the blueprints in the plan, he's like the engineer, like a, a, a big guy with a lot of, you know, cash to splash, you know, wants to build a big building. Then he, uh, he, he hires an engineer and, and an architect. They build the plan and then the engineer engineers it. Takes, takes all the ingredients and puts it together. But Brahma's even more than that because he's given both the ingredients and the plan. That's the secondary creation. So the plan has already been made in the, in the mind of the Lord. In Ma Vishnu's mind, it's already the, the primary creation of the, of the uh, Pradhan, which is the unmanifested material energy, you know, and the souls come out of his eyes, and the shell of the 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 empty shell comes from the pores of the skin of, of Mahavishnu, and the material energy comes from his breathing. So all those three combine together to uh, activate the material energy and cause it to begin to transform. Just like in a woman's body, there's a womb, there's an egg, and when the man injects the, the soul and there's a connection, then the creation takes place. Without that, it just comes out. And the ingredients are in the, the woman's body, and the ingredients form the, the, the body, so it's like like the material energy, the womb of material nature gives the bodies to the souls, but the Father, the Supreme Father, is Krishna, who gives the seed, who gives the soul. So he's the ultimate creator. Does that make it any clear, or not? Yeah. No. Blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hare Krishna. And from Christopher. Hare back to Christopher. He says, Hare Krishna. I think remembering that we are all parts and parcels of the Lord is important. Ooh. When you remember that we are all part of Krishna, it is easier to deal with all of the craziness in the world. Oh. There is so much transcendental knowledge in these purports. Hare oh. Krishna. All glorious Very Krishna. nice reflection, Bhakti Christopher. Welcome home. This is what it means, enlightenment. You read these books, you hear nicely, and then you can speak nicely. It's not a big mystical endeavor it's it's simple and it's clear but one has to be surrendered that's the point and that's what we have to do there's an activity that's meant to be done and that's for us to surrender to agree to hear submissively where is that could you hand me the first canto i'm sorry first i'm sorry Adi Lila volume i'm sorry 
misspoke. There's a wonderful purport in the Adi Lila, chapter, uh, verse 55, in case you want to read it later. which describes this very nicely. The entire material manifestation develops and exists because the Supreme Personality of Godhead enters it as Paramatma, or the Super Soul. The Personality of Godhead in his all-pervading feature of Paramatma, enters every entity from the biggest to the, mi to the most minute. His existence can be realized by one who has the single qualification of submiss submissiveness and who thereby becomes a surrendered soul. The development of submissiveness is the cause of proportionate, proportionate spiritual realization by which one can ultimately meet the Supreme Lord in person as a man meets another man face to face. So that's all it takes. It's simple. But the application is a little difficult because Maya is always there to get in the way, to give us a reason not to surrender. Full surrender means... I accept that, the, that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and that all energy is coming from Him. And therefore I am His servant and I want to serve Him with everything that I have and everything that I come in contact with. And how, it, how it's done is not by some chance electrical charge. It's because Krishna is there in the heart, super soul, and is giving the intelligence, he's giving the memory, he's giving the forgetfulness even. You want badly enough to forget him, he will give you that facility to forget him forever if you want. But, you know, it, 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 these are ideas, but Prabhupada had this very clear and mystical, poetic way of using examples from nature and from daily life to make these uh, abstract concepts come to life and come become concrete so that we can actually understand them. I, I like the one that he, that he gave. I'll, I'll give my reflection one he gave about the sun now the sun creates the cloud and then the cloud covers our eyes from the sun but it can't cover the sun what is a cloud compared to the sun the sun's thousands of times bigger than the earth so like that the material energy is like a cloud in just one little tiny portion of the spiritual sky and underneath it all is the Brahma Jyoti. Even where we're sitting, 
Brahma Jyoti is underneath it all, holding the whole thing together. So the Brahma Jyoti, Kala, time, material energy, it's all put together, you know. And it transforms. Part of the Pradhan transforms into the Mahatattva. Part of the Mahatattva transforms into the into the modes of, into the, the false ego. False ego transforms into goodness, passion, and ignorance. Yeah, and out of the out of the mode of goodness comes the mind. Out of out of intelligence, out of passion comes the intelligence. And out of ignorance comes the senses and the sense objects. And they're just like pieces of a machine. And it's all put together by the super soul. And the soul, the individual soul, gets a body according to the mentality he, he develops by the end of his life. Therefore, if we practice Krishna consciousness throughout our life, and practice remembering Krishna throughout our life, all the time, then when we leave the body, we'll remember Krishna. And we'll go back to the spiritual. It's as simple as that. But we have to pass the tests. Maya gives us so many you know, reasons or so many things to be confused about. But that's the that's our doing. We have to steady our mind. What, what does it say in the end of the fourth chapter of the Gita? It's very, very, uh, what's the word? A succinct uh, summary of this whole thing in the end of the fourth chapter. Oh, sorry. Third chapter. Sorry. Working senses. <clears throat> the working senses are superior to dull matter. Mind is higher than the senses. Intelligence is still higher than the mind, and he, the soul, is even higher than the intelligence. Thus knowing oneself to be transcendental to the material senses, mind, and intelligence, O mighty armed Arjuna, one should steady the mind by deliberate spiritual intelligence, Krishna consciousness, and thus by spiritual strength conquer this insatiable enemy, known as lust. So lust is uh, love of Krishna filtered through the material ingredients and material body. Filtered through the material senses. Then it becomes faith in something or someone else. 
the original consciousness is Krishna consciousness and it is uh, already there there in the heart of everyone that's how we can seek out love we couldn't seek out love and that love for Krishna was there in the heart So it's up to us, you know, that the soul has, the, especially in the human body, the soul has the intelligence to inquire, to question. What's going on here? I don't want to suffer, but I'm being forced to suffer. Why? As soon as you begin to ask that question, then you attain the human form. Before you ask that question, you're not yet in a human form, even though it may look like a human form. Then, then your only interest will be in eating and sleeping and having sex and defending yourself. The basics, the rudimentary basics of spiritual knowledge. Without that knowledge, the soul is just lost, just being battered around by the waves of material nature, modes of There's nothing, nothing permanent in the material world except for the soul and the super soul. I just came across it. Can you hand me that notebook, the thing right on top? Yeah. I just came across a verse the other day that I wrote down, and I hope I can find it. Help me, Krishna. E kali kale ara nahi kona dharma Vaishnava Vaishnava Shastra E kahi marma This is CC 89 362 In this age of Kali there are no genuine religious principles there are only the Vaishnava devotees and the devotional scriptures This is the sum and substance of everything. Kali Kalyada Dharma, Krishna Nam, Sankirtan, Krishna Shakti, Mina Nahi Tara. Pravartan. The fundamental religious system in the age of Kali is the chanting of the holy name of Krishna. Unless one is empowered by Krishna, one cannot propagate the Sankirtan movement. Nama Vinu Kali Kali Nahi Aradam. All these verses are, have are, have the same, some of the same words in Sarva Mantra Saranama E Shastra Marma. In this age of Kali, there is no religious principle other than the chanting of the holy name, which is the essence of all Vedic hymns. This is the purport of all scriptures.
There's a lot in it. How do you do? Are we through with it? Still there. Yeah, let's hear. Let's hear something. From Rati Manjari. Haribo Rati. <coughs> Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Thank you for reading to us once again. Tonight I'd like to hear the point that one becomes empowered according to one's willingness to render service to the Supreme Lord. Yeah. It is hopeful. Yeah, in proportion to the <coughs> development of one's service attitude. So what does that mean? It means when one is fully surrendered, one is willing to do anything for Krishna to the degree that one is not surrendered then one needs to take part something for oneself here two for Krishna one for me two for Krishna one for me one for Krishna one for me you know like that Subarao Rajagopal Subarao Rajagopal Prabhu Jaiho. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. No glories to Srila Prabhupada. This is a Braj Balab. Hey Braj, what's going on over there? Quick 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 thing for you. Yeah. Well, right now we're right in the middle of the. I got a room full of devotees, and we're doing our daily readings. But sounds like you may have a reflection, so I, I thought I better answer it just in case you're trying to get in a reflection. Gosh, you're doing your daily readings right now. Right now. Gosh, it's eight twenty. It's eight eight twenty four. Well, like I said, I got a room full of devotees, and they're kind of like uh, prolong, prolonging the nectar. No, I just had a comment about preaching to professionals. I'm so sorry. I thought that they were. Wow, preaching to professionals, that sounds like a great, uh, everybody's all smiles over there. They just heard that and they're just all smiles. You want to say, tell them what, what, what's it about? Well, I just, because I, there's a lot of temple devotees uh, that are associated with the Yatra that I'm aware of in London, but sometimes for those who are not into the ashram lifestyle or can't be or whatever, their nature is not to be that way, they need maybe if you're like me you need somebody who's materially successful that can show you being a devotee doesn't mean your whole professional life goes down the toilet bowl or you know your whole life is your whole material life is doomed so sometimes if they see somebody who's professional you know uh, it makes them feel more encouraged yes of course so I don't know. you can be krishna's conscious from any position that's a fact but just sometimes I thought if I can do some some small service like that, that might be nice. It will be nice, and it is nice, and you are doing it. <laughs> we are we are tasting the fruits. Hare Krishna. Hare bowl to the devotees. I'm sorry to interrupt the. That's quite beans. all right, and we'll see you uh, very soon. He's coming Har to vi- he's coming to visit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Hare bowl, Hare bowl. We're all waiting for you, Hare Krishna.
right here from this little uh, haven. It's all happening. <laughs> From Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your reading service. Question Why does the Lord need to accept material modes of nature as per verse 18 when the Lord can create the universe by his glance? To when, that's a poetic expression it's a poetic expression meaning the Lord accepts the modes of nature in, in, in his service to create the material world it's not that he becomes the modes or he is the modes or or you know the just like if you if you have a servant and 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 the the, the uh, colloquial expression is i accept you as my servant so it's like that it's an expression that means that krishna accepts the modes of nature in order to fulfill that uh pastime of his of creation it's a part of the creation He's doing it. It's not that it means, yes, but he can do it without it. Yeah, he can do anything. But that's how he chooses to create. And therefore he accepts the modes of nature and you know, enlivens the modes of nature to transform into the plan that he wants to the material energy is in, under the control of, the, of, of Krishna. It's like the same thing, the same thing we were explaining. The, the, the sun creates the cloud and then the cloud covers the sun from our vision. So Krishna creates the modes of nature. The modes of nature acts in such a way as to cover him from the conditioned soul. But it's created by him. So you can say, well, yeah, but why would he want to create, why would he want to cover him self because the souls want the conditioned soul wants to live in, 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 in free from his influence or free from his control that's why we're here we came to try to enjoy and control and own this energy which belongs to Krishna it doesn't belong to us obviously otherwise we could keep it when something belongs to you that means you can keep it Hare Krishna from Jagamohan yes Jagamohan Hare Krishna dear Maharaj please accept my respectful obeisances I would like to reflect upon how Srila Prabhupada described the chief sign of illusion is the talk of I, me, and mine. Mm. Once it's brought to our attention, I feel it becomes so easy to see that this entire material world is operating on this false perception of I and mine. This false ego is so convincing. 
I thank God for our Acharyas. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to Sri's divine grace. Yes. It's like a it's it's <coughs> growing up in spiritual life and becoming spiritual ed, spiritually educated <coughs> is is in principle the same as a baby that comes out of the mother's womb and doesn't know anything. And then by the teachings of the mother and the father and gradually the you know, other people that he, as he grows up, he can, just like if you give some food to a baby, what does he do? Right in the mouth. He doesn't even, doesn't even look around to see if anybody wants some. He just, right into the mouth. That's it. Because it's complete self-absorption. Then when they grow up a little bit, then they might, oh, would you like some too? The parents or something. Then the friends, then the, like that. So, that's the way. It's the way of the material energy. It's the way Krishna fulfills the desire of the conditioned soul. Is that stupid? Yes. It's the sum total of all stupidity to get a human form and then act like an animal. That's like... Hare Krishna. This is from Bhakta Ellis. He says, Welsh devotees, key dry. Hare Krishna, he's in Wales? Yeah, he's definitely. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he's from Wales. Yeah. He's that aspiring for Vaisheshika Buddha, actually. Oh, that's an intelligent devotee. I think it is 8.30, and I think we will shut down the show tonight. Thank you very much for all of your beautiful ref reflections and your company and your association, your sangha. This is the reality. When you hear and chant together out loud with other devotees like this, it comes alive. The philosophy comes alive and you can see it for yourself. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Prem Anandi Hari Hari See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic as Shukadeva, as Brahma continues to enlighten Narada about who's who in the material universe. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.